like the Word of God is a living organism. The Word of God just doesn't sit there. The Word of God keeps moving and it keeps going and keeps convincing and keeps changing us. It's not just something that you hear, it's so alive. And I really love the Word of God. I really love when He speaks and that Word, find, find, that word finds place in me. And here comes the Holy Spirit, bring the conviction. Ah, this is the only way for us to have life and life more than abundant. Ah. And I'm asking the Holy Spirit to break the power of our own will this morning. Because your will will kill you. Your ways will kill you. There is a way that seems right to a man, but at the end produce destruction. And Satan is so clever because he will convince you to live for yourself. And he will convince you to live your way. But at the end, all that he wants to do is to kill you, to kill your destiny. And when we were worshiping and I, I really saw Jesus in the garden. And um, when he said, Father, can you take this cup or this cup away from me? But nevertheless, your will be done, not my will. And listen to what, what I'm going to say. You will not be able to live the life that God has for you if this does not come out of your mouth. Not my will, not my ways, not my dreams, but your will be done. And I can really feel, I can feel it. I can hear Jesus saying that to the Father because that was my laying in the garden with him. The problem is that we, we see a timeline with a carnal mindset, but the timeline of God is so divine. It's past, it's present, it's future all together. So when Jesus was in the garden, I was in the garden with him. I know that does not sound good to a carnal mind, but I was there with him. You were there with him. And every single day of your life, this is the place that you need to be. When you face your own lives, when you face your own dreams, when you face your own ways, you have to say that to him. I'm not saying that he obligates you to do it. I'm not saying that. But you got to seek this place. You got to seek this place that you, you will surrender everything to him. Why we see so many people that really love the Lord, right? 
and they are walking the path of destruction. They never feel fulfilled. They want to get married, then they get married, but they're not fulfilled. They need a job, then they get a job. They never feel fulfilled. They want a wife, they get a wife, but they never feel fulfilled. They, they want a calling, and they have a calling. They never feel fulfilled. Whatever you want, and whatever, you, however you live in your life, there's a purpose much greater than this. And I am sorry to say because this is not about you at all. Jesus, time and time and time again, he said, for this purpose I came. For this purpose you were born. For this purpose you exist. What is the purpose that Jesus was talking about? To do the will of my Father. Jesus did not, came down, did not come down here just to live his life. Believe me, he could have a ministry better than any ministry here on earth. He could be a successful guy. He could have his children. He could have, get, he could have been married. He could have a regular life. But when he went to the garden, he thought about you. And he thought about me. And he thought about the Father. He understood the plans of the Father for himself. Jesus is a man that when he was born, he already knew that his destiny was to die. Can you live your life with that? The problem is that we live and we spend our entire Christianity self-centered. It's all about ourselves. It's all about our family. It's all about our sons. It's all about our daughter. It's all about my husband. It's all about my wife. It's all about this life. And it is not. It is not. And you are deceiving yourself. For this purpose, Jesus, he was so specific. He said, for this purpose, I came. Do you understand the purpose that you have in your life? It's not for you to have a great life down here. It's not. It's much greater than that. And I was thinking about the power of our will. Because sometimes we say, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. We worship him. He's amazing. He's He's, um, he's amazing. But sometimes what we don't perceive is that we love ourselves more than him. We love our ways more than him. And you got to figure out for who you're going to live your life. If you think about the way that your life is right now, you will agree with me. Your way is bringing you to destruction. And let me say this. Everything that's outside God, every single thing, every single time that you step outside God's will, you step into this place that 
There is no peace. There is no joy. There is no righteousness. And then there is this Christian mindset that we think, well, you know what? I love Jesus. I go to church. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. But you know, it's not just about that either. You know what it's really all about? When you come before him and you say, I plan all of this for myself. I plan all of this for my life. I plan all of this for my children. But then you say, not my will, but your will be done. When was the last time that you said this to Jesus? And the picking up of your cross has everything to do with that. When you say, I really want this, Father. Or even when you're going through something so hard because you walk in righteousness. And here comes the persecution of your own flesh. I'm not talking about persecution. Somebody else saying something, saying bad stuff about you. I'm not saying that. I am talking about when you decide to live godly and to walk in holiness. And then here comes your flesh, you know, trying to take over yourself. I am talking about that when you have a chance to pay evil for evil, but you say, oh, God, not my will. I really want to do this right now. But not my will, but your will be done. The problem is that we have not been to this place yet. Totally surrendered. Listen, I love singing songs about surrendering. But I believe that we have reached this understanding about surrendering, but daily we are not really surrender everything to him. Because look, he, he already in his word, he gave, the, he gave us all the instructions that we need to walk and to live in, 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 in righteousness. A godly life, everything is right there in the word. And here comes the Holy Spirit giving us power to do it. But why would you do the opposite? Why was you so concerned about our own selves and about our own stuff? And God showed me this too. Sometimes our own issues become idolatry in our own lives. You know the thing that you pray the most? Probably. The thing that you pray, pray the most, it's an idolatry in your own life. It's crazy to say that, right? Because you're praying. Seeking shall be found. Knocking you shall seek. But when you come before him and you say, you know, Father, I don't have a prayer list right now. I just want you. I just want you, Father. Father, I, I really want to see your glory, Father. I want, you to, I want you to be glorified through me, Father. Because it's really all about you. And when we get to this place that is really all about him. If you get a job, it's because of him. If you don't get a job, it's because of him. If you get married, it's because of him. If you don't get married, it's because of him. And let me say something to the singles. Until you get to the place that Jesus Christ becomes your husband, 
you are not ready to get married. You are not ready to get married. Because if God places somebody in your life, that person will become idolatry in your own life. And God is so jealous of you. Girls, boys and girls, women and men, God is so jealous of you. And sometimes all that he wants is that it's just you and him. You and him spending time together. All that he wants is to build that relationship between both of you. And sometimes all that we have to do is like, God, I really want to get married right now. But you know what? I'm so satisfied with your will. Because this is how Jesus moved and this is how he, he lived his life. Fully God, but also fully man. He was just like me and you. What he said, my meat is to do the will of my father. So I'm asking you, what, what are you hungry for? Is it really to do the will of our father? Because if it, it's, if it is, if it, it is, to the, the will of the Father, guess what? You have to let your will go because you cannot do both wills. You cannot love God, but then love your flesh. You cannot love God, but then have idolatry in your heart. You cannot love God and love yourself. So since the beginning, since birth, all the way until his death. That was his prayer. And there is a really interesting story. I'm just going to say it really briefly. Jesus and the disciples, they were hungry. Then Jesus sent them, the guys, to buy meat. And Jesus was hungry too. And he was thirsty as well. Then he, the guys went, the disciples went to get meat. To get meat. And then, meantime, Jesus, Jesus met the woman at the well. And then Jesus asked the woman at the well, I'm thirsty. Give me to drink. And you know what God said to me about this? Because I was like, God, you are the fountain of living water. How can you come? How can you come? How can you go to her and ask her to drink? And just like with that woman at the well, God is asking you, give him to drink. What is that? Do you remember the another scripture that it says, when I was hungry, you gave me to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me to, to drink. Do you remember that? Do you know what it really satisfied the Father? Or do you know what it really satisfies Jesus? Anything that satisfies the Father. Anything that has the spiritual value. Anything that is eternal. So Jesus like this, Marlene, give it to me. Give it to me what you have. Give it to me your will. 
Give it to me your life. Give it to me your ways. Give it to me your heart. Give it to me your offense. Just give it to me. I'll take it. But you know, I'm not saying this is the fullness of this specific passage about giving give me to drink. You can go much deeper in this. And then guess what? Then he met the women and then he had that whole conversation. And remember, Jesus was hungry and Jesus was thirsty and Jesus was, he was tired. And then, and after all of that, you know, the whole Bible story, and then the disciples come back and then the disciples brought food for him. And then Jesus did not eat the food. He did not eat the meat. But wait, this is confusing because he was hungry. But then now he's not hungry anymore. He was hungry. But he did the will of the Father. He ate a meat from above. Are you understanding what I'm saying? What is my meat to do the will of my Father? Jesus, being hungry in the flesh as a man, got totally satisfied doing the will of the Father. To the point that when what he was asking for, when that thing came to him, he did not need it anymore. So amazing. So, this makes me think and really believe that until you eat the will of the Father, you will never going to be satisfied. And I am telling you, God is showing me right now in this room, many of you are so hungry and thirsty. And you've been trying this and trying that and trying this and trying this and trying this. And all that God has for you and he wants for you is that you meet his will, that you eat his will. Do the will of the Father, and you shall never thirst again. You shall never hunger again. Hunger again. And then the disciples said this. Remember, the, the, the Holy Spirit wasn't here in the fullness yet. So then the disciples said, wait, what's happened? He was hungry, now he's not hungry anymore. He, they could not understand And then they were like, oh, maybe he ate somebody else, brought him um, to go meal here, brought something for him to eat. And then he said this to them. I have, a, listen to this, I have a meat to eat, but you have not, have not known of. Isn't this amazing? Because back then, at that specific moment, the disciples could not understand what Jesus was saying. But now we know, you and me, we know what is the will of the Father. 
you know what is the will of the Father and why we keep resisting the will of the Father. And there is a scripture that is so clear. It says this, even if you don't have, even if you don't have all the gifts of the Spirit, this scripture is so clear, it says this, the will of the Father, this is the will of the Father, your sanctification. So God put, put that right there, right there so plain that every single person can understand that. Your sanctification, to be sanctified, to be washed clean, to have nothing of the world attached in you. Nothing that is worldly attached in, in, in you. No desires, no dreams. It's all about him. Oh, I, I must eat this meat. I must eat this meat. And sometimes, like we, and even we talk about, sit on the table of the Lord, right? But you know what? Guess who and what is served at the table of the Lord? The will of the Father. That meat from above. You can leave this, this door today. You can go on with your life and keep eating the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, and you are never going to be satisfied. You can get married tomorrow, and you're not going to be satisfied. You can make $1,000 tomorrow, and you're never going to be satisfied. So seek in the Lord. Go before Him and, and really say to Him, Father, bring it all to Him, and say, God, this is what I want. This is, I really want this. And don't be afraid to lose anything. Because in the kingdom of God, when we lose, we gain. But you're trying to gain, but you're losing a lot. And you're, you're trying so hard. And when you know there is this, we're talking about taking communion. You know, how about all of us take communion right there in the garden with Jesus? To really take the cup, man. I'm not talking about as a, I'm not talking as a hypocrite. I'm talking about take the cup. Because he did it for me. He took the cup of suffering. He did that for me. It was so above himself. It was, he was so beyond himself and his desires. But he took it for me. He thought of me. He thought of you. He thought about your children and your children's children. He thought about us all. You know, and we were still enemies. Even when we were enemies, his own enemies, he thought about us. Man, it's just... You know, he didn't, he did not think about me because I was in love with him. He thought about me because I was his enemy. I was, I was his enemy. And he did it anyhow. And you know, with every single thing that I have inside of me, I want to spend the rest of my life, you know, eating 
from his table and mm, eating from his table and eating his will. And you know when you when you start walking this way, everything it's so it's so painful, but also so much easier because when you something happened to you. So let's say there is a no offense or something, or when people does something to you, and you remind yourself, what is the will of my father in this situation? It's to forgive. Are you do you understand this is? Then you, then you just forgive, because that's the will of the father. It's simple like that. It's like simple stuff, like when you're about to be jealous of somebody, but you know, you know, this is not his meat. This is not his will. Then you, then you just stay right there in the garden. It's that, it's that conflict between your own self and his will. Your, your will, his will. One of the other will have to die. It's really one of the other. And then you pick his will. To have communion with him. Man, to have communion with him, it's much more than just the bread and it's much more than drink the drink the the juice and you know drink his 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 blood. It's much more than that. I know this is this will gross you out, but how about drinking your own blood? How about your blood gushing out of yourself because you're hanging yourself on that cross just like Jesus did. You're hanging yourself on that cross and you say, Father, not my will, but your will be done. You're hanging your ego on the cross and you say, Father, not my ego, Father, but your will be done. It's all about you. You're hanging right there on the cross, your desires, you're hanging your, your dreams, you're hanging your life. That's, that's, that is really what will produce life inside of us. Eat it. Drink it. And it's not that... It's not that, whoa, this is so awesome, and I'm just going to do it. You don't wake up in the morning, like, yuppie, I'm going to do it today. Man, it's that thing, like, with every strength that you have inside of you. And guess what? This is what sacrifice really looks like. You know what happened to me this week? It was so awesome, you know. I have chance to let my flesh speak. And then when my flesh start like, let me speak, let me just, you know, let me have my way. And it was like, oh, full father, no, this is not your will. I cannot do this. And you know what? And I asked, just give me grace right now. And, and I remember that I was on the phone. I just did like this. And then, and guess what? My goodness. I overcame my flesh. 
It was so beautiful. It was oh. I, I overcame my old man. Man, this is amazing. I overcame death right there on the spot. Some people said, oh, I have, a, I have a testimony and this and that and this and that. But you know, though, thank you very much. But you know, though, to overcome your will, that's amazing. To overcome your desires, that is amazing. Have you ever spent a day overcoming your desires? Have you ever spent a day saying no to whatever you want to do? Saying no to retaliation. Saying no to rebellious, to rebelling inside of you. Have you ever done that? It is amazing. It's amazing how it was like, God, this is amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Have you ever experienced Christ coming out of you? Have you ever experienced holiness speaking louder than anything unclean? Have you ever experienced love coming out of you when you know this is not what you really, really want to do? I am telling you, it's amazing. But you gotta eat his flesh. You gotta eat his flesh. He says that if we eat, we have life in us. And how dare can we call ourselves disciples of Jesus Christ if we don't do what he does? And how dare can we say that we love one another? How dare can we say that we love him if we don't lay down our lives for him? It's too much ourselves up here. It's too much, it's too much of ourselves up in here. And whatever is up here and whatever, whatever is in here, man, will dominate your life. And the Father wants you to have life and life more than abundant. This is what He has for you. This is what He has for every single person in this room, for every single person out there. I really don't know how people live without Jesus. Huh. I really don't know how we can live without eating His will. We can't. Ah, but it's so glorious. It's so glorious when we see the character of Christ be manifest in us. It's glorious. It's so divine. It's like, oh wow, this is me. 
This is the real Mahalani. This is the Mahalani that is hidden in Christ. Oh, it's so beautiful. There is no other way to live our lives. You can, but you're dead already. Ask the Holy Spirit to convince us. To really convince us of everything that is not of Him. Everything that is of ourselves. And you know, sometimes He has convinced us too. What happens is that we take a while to just turn around. <sighs> this is the meat that he has for us. My meat is to do the will of my father. For this purpose, we live down here. To do the will of the one who has sent us. This is not heresy, what I'm going to say, and you understand. The same way God sent his son here, with a purpose the same way God gave life to you the purpose is as divine as Jesus purpose and if you think that it's less you really don't understand your own value I'm going to repeat what I said. Jesus' purpose and our purpose here on earth is as divine. It's the same level. Imagine if Jesus had said, you know what? I'm down here. I was born. Okay, I'm down here, but I'm just going to chill out now. He's just, he was so in unity with the Father. He's like, no, his, this is it's the will of my Father right here. And here is Jesus in the desert with Satan. Hey, try this, try that, try that. No, that's the will of my Father. Ah, uh, my mother, no. Mother, hey, you take care of my mother. This is to my father. Oh, now is this. No, wait, wait. No, no, no. This is not what the Spirit is doing right now. This is the will of the Father. I only do what I see my father doing. Do you know this is my goal in life? 
to have my eyes on him. And I only do what I see my father doing. I want to please my father so badly in every single aspect. But I'm not talking about performance. I'm not talking about trying hard to do what is right or trying hard to do what is, what is a good Christian should do. I'm saying being in unity with him that every time that he moves, I'm moving with him. You know, I had an amazing experience this week. Joel said something and told me to do something, and then he said, that's just a suggestion. And I went back to him and I said, this is not a suggestion. This is the will of the Father. This is a commandment. Commandment. The Father is saying, turn. You just turn, man. You don't wait until your flesh comes in agreement with the will of the Father because your flesh will never, will never be in agreement with the will of the Father because your flesh is wicked. Sometimes your own heart will deceive you to come against the will of the Father, to come against that nail right there. So you cannot wait. And I, I'm so thankful because God gave us power power to do the will of the Father. And I am not talking about casting demons out of people. I'm not talking about healing the sick. This is awesome. And we ought to do those things. I'm talking about power to overcome your own will. Power to overcome that, that, those feelings. Power to overcome your mindset. Power to overcome your own lustful desires. You know what I said to Shane, you know, what it stinks in a good way, I mean, a better way, I don't know. But it's so, I mean, there is no way for us to give one excuse. You cannot say, I did not know. You cannot say, well, nobody told me about this. Oh, no, you know what? Nah, yeah, just, you know, I'm just going to live my life here. There's no excuse for us. And guess what? Every single person that is sitting here in this chair, when you stand before God, God's going to ask you why you walk the path of destruction. Why you didn't come to me? Why you didn't deny your will? Why you put your children above myself? Why you put this above myself? Why you didn't deal with that offense? Why you didn't deal with that idolatry? Oh, I love you so much, but look, you're hurting yourself. This is really the heart of the Father for us. We must understand. There is life. Eat my flesh. Drink my blood. Disciples went to buy meat. And Jesus is like this. Just eat my flesh. You'll be satisfied. That's all we need to do. You're so unsatisfied with your own life. And even... Sometimes you can even be doing the right thing and you'll be satisfied. 
I have moments too, you know, like traveling, going to the nations and this and that. And I, and I came to my room as well. I was like, Father, I'm so satisfied. I just need you. You can't be doing the doing. You can't be doing, you can't be doing ministry. You know, there's, man, you can't be doing all of that. And still not be satisfied. So all the lust for ministry and titles and all of that, you're being a fool. Because I will not satisfy. Depart from me, I never knew you. I ask God, if it's God, deliver me from that. And I really go before God and say, God, protect my husband. Then he will never hear you say that. Oh, depart from me. Oh, you have a heart in Brazil now. You travel, you did this, you did that, you did that. Depart from me, my lady. I never knew you walk as iniquity. Doing all of that, you know what I'm saying? But at some point, I kept doing the doing. Damn, but then sometimes this is nuts, guys, because you can be doing the doing, but it should do and be doing according to your own will. The Father's over there and you are over here. And you can be doing the doing one day and not be doing the next day. And then the father's, the father's like, yes, wait, stop. Stop everything that you're doing. You're not satisfied, are you? And you know what? I can say this to every single person, to the singles, to the married one, have an amazing husband, been traveling a lot, doing amazing things, seeing, seeing amazing things. But sometimes I just go to the Father, I am hungry. I am thirsty, Father, just give me to eat and give me to drink. All that I am saying this is not for you to look at me and say, wow, she's awesome. No, it's to testify that without eating His will completely daily, daily, you're not going to be satisfied. If God is telling me forgive today, but then I, oh, I'm going to India and I go to India and I do all of that, but the Father's like, you left one behind, you didn't release forgiveness. That's not eating His will, that's not eating His meat. Are you understand what I'm saying? It's to get the full, the full will of God. Add it all up. And sometimes inside of you. Oh, Father, this is hard. I have to forgive. This is so hard. This is so hard. I really don't want to forgive. I want to kill somebody right now, Father. But Oh, my, my, not my will, but your will be done. My meat is to do your will. What is your will for me, Father? Forgive, forgive quickly. It's 
to do exactly the opposite. Is to do exactly the opposite. Is to overcome your own will. So when your when your own will tell you what to do, and you know, you know it's not according to the word of God. You gotta decide. You gotta make that decision. And we eat your meat. Oh, but this, that, that. Can I tell you a secret though? Most of the times when I'm crying, I'm not crying because I got into a fight with Shane. I'm crying for myself. <laughs> I'm crying for myself. I'm like, give me oil, Father. Oh, give me oil, Father. And you know what? I must God to keep me this way until he comes back because there will be no life for Marlene. I'm not crying because somebody said something or did something to me. No. I'm being honest with you, I'm not even crying for the salvation of my own relatives in Brazil. They are anti-Christ. But guess what? Why? Because I don't love them. No, I love them. But I'm only doing what the Father is doing here. I don't care. I, I don't leave my Christianity with my playlist hanging here in my pocket. Because you know what? This is not, this, is, this life here of my lane is not mine anymore. So it's, it's, it's his. It's his, you know, it's his. And sometimes you gotta do this too, you know what I'm saying? Get that list, you know. God, the Father cares for you. He's not gonna ignore your pain, He's not gonna ignore your family, He's not gonna ignore anything about you. But you gotta let it go too. And guess what? And I have learned to be all about others. Do you understand? I'm like, Ah, whatever the Father is doing. It's nations, okay? It's all about nations. Father, communion. I'm, I'm not going to lose my communion with you, Father. I'm keeping this thing here tight, really tight. But yes, let's do it. Nations, outreach. Oh, yeah, so they, they, will, they will get to see you and fall in love with you, Father. Whatever it takes. Yes, this this. Uh, It's all about him. It's all, every single thing. Listen, we need to get to this point. Every single thing about yourself becomes every single thing about him. About him. You know, sometimes I have my moments with my husband, but sometimes I'm like, no, I cannot deal with this right now. Shalabarasara, get behind me. God said this to me, Marlene, do not release Barabbas. Am I saying the right name? Mm -hmm. Yes. Because what happened, he was on the cross, and it was on the cross. The multitudes was like, 
It's Jesus was Barabbas. And then they were like, Barabbas, yeah, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. And they, 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 the multitude, decide to release a man that was condemned, that was wicked. And God was showing this to me. If any part of my land that is wicked start coming up, I cannot give voice to Barabbas. I cannot let him come out and be alive and tell me and respond and act according to his will and his ways. No, no, no. Christ was crucified. Now I'll bring this old nature. I'll bring that, that thing back to the cross. Nope. I will not just gonna let my old nature just be me anymore. And then I go back to the cross now because you know what? That's not me anymore. I would not pay evil for evil. I'm not going to come against God's will. You know how I see myself? Do you know that there were two type of servant, right? The one that the guy said is, hey, go to the harvest and do this and this and that. And then the guy said, yeah, I'll go. Yay. Yes. Your will, not my will. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to the other said, go. And then the guy said, I'm not going. Take this cup. I'm not taking this cup of suffering. No, I will not. No, I will not. 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 And then you start taking it. You understand. You say no, but you know it's but God knows that your no will turn to yes. You're not saying yes, yes, I'll die for you, Jesus. But God already knows no, you will not. It's like you go to the floor, you know, you lay right there. Well, there's nothing else left to hear. But this is good. Oh, this is so good. There's nothing left. Empty myself. Oh, but your will, Father, your will. I will sit at your table, Father, and I will eat. I will eat this meat, Father. Because you deserve, you deserve, you did it for me, I will do it for you. I will do it for you, Father. I will do it for you, Father. Don't pick somebody else, Father. I will do it for you, I will go. I really don't want to, but I will. Because I don't want to. This I don't want to part. That means that you take that no and you're lowering it. It's like, no, not my will, but your will be done. Not my will, but your will be done. 
Father, I'll just give us more understanding, Father, how beautiful and an honor. Oh, you understand it's an honor to be compared with Christ. It's an honor. People say that some people didn't even want to be crucified upside down because they didn't want to, they didn't feel worth to do that. It's an honor to follow him. It's an honor to sit at his table. It's an honor. Oh, let's just sit right there. Feed my sheep. Don't feed the sheep, give the, the sheep what the sheep wants. You know, if you really want, if you really want to feed the sheep, you gotta give the meat of his will. Give, I gotta present that. Oh, I thank you, Father. Oh, that's the reality, Father. Oh, the reality, Father, of your word, of your will, of your heart, Father. Take us to the garden, Father. Take us to the garden. This is the song. I think this is the most beautiful song that God really wants to hear. Do you know that? You know when your voice trembles and it's in every part of you become submissive to his will and then you become a slave of his will but a slave of his will because of love not because you have to do it because it doesn't work that way it's like what can I do for you today father Oh, Father. Father, increase in revelation of this word. Oh, this is... Uh, even to talk about you, it's... Yours. Even words cannot even measure none of this. This is so divine and so holy. So holy. It's so holy, Father. I am humbled by it, Father. I really am. you will share your desires with us, Father. Oh, that you will share your glory with your children, Father. Oh, God. 
But I'm asking that you be glorified in this as well. That we will eat, Father, whatever you have for us to eat. Eat your flesh. got to go way beyond just the bread. The bread that comes from heaven is that the Lamb of God. It's not just eat it so He can be happy here. So you eat so He can fulfill the purpose that He has for you and this beautiful preparation for His second coming. What is my part in this, Father? What is my part in this, oh Father? I'm asking you, Father, I'm asking that you open our eyes. Father, that is really deep down. It's going to be really, really all about your will. Your will and your ways. And for this very reason, Father, we are here too. For this very reason, Father. We came for this very reason. We gather for this very reason. We go to Brazil for this very reason. We get married for this very reason. We have children for this very reason. It's all about you, Father. Oh, for this very reason, we let everything go. We left everything, Father. Father, mother, children, lands, husbands, wives, whatever, Father, for this very reason. It's all you. <sighs> this is the meat, Father. Do your will, Father, to you come. <sighs> really is. It really is. In all weakness, Father, really, it really is. <laughs> <laughs>